The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. I am joined a little bit early by Rich Rebar. I, I got another wedding, Rich. Wedding number nine <laughs> on the year. Just traveling. Traveling Who do people get married during football season? You know, you you come to find out a vast swath of America. They don't care, man. They don't care. Fall Saturday means nothing to them. So it's I just... actually got married. Uh, my my actually my seventeenth wedding anniversary. Shout out my wife is coming up on uh, December second. But I wasn't doing this at the time. And if I would have been doing this at the time, I would have uh, definitely altered my plans. But my wife wanted it not. She wanted to ensure it wasn't going to be like a hot wedding uh to where like all the, the the girls were melting and stuff my sister actually got married in october thinking the same thing and it'd be a 90 degree day and it was oh. just everyone was miserable it was just everyone was sweaty because you know you got all that shit on your hair's done makeup's on with girls like and just yeah she just wanted to make sure it was like she wanted to make sure it was cold that's why she picked december <laughs> i got married in august and it was pretty hot but it could have been way worse i think it was like 85 degrees so we were sweating but it could have been could have been worse i mean i i did make it very clear after getting i was like look fall wedding it's not happening we're just i wish i'd know because we, we actually celebrating our anniversary is always is rough now like just yeah. trying to celebrate there's just no time it is it is what it is and uh you know speaking of rough the nfl season we're getting to that we're getting to that point man you know that feeling when you have a team that's pretty dead but not a hundred percent dead that you still got to like, shit. I got to go pick up the commander's defense this yeah. week. Cause I'm, I'm just alive enough to sit there. So we are at that stage of the year for me. It's always when we get to write about Thanksgiving where mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I am, it is dark outside. I am tired. I am cold. Uh, you know, it's like n- nothing even really to do with work. Just like that time of year when it's dark at five o'clock and I, I get, I like, I get done working for the day and I got, and it's like, Oh, I got 30 minutes of daylight left. You let's take, <laughs> let's take the dog on a walk and then go to bed, I guess. Uh, so we, anyway, that is a long preamble to say we're recording this early. We're recording this on Thursday afternoon. Um, so if we miss something, if someone gets hurt, if there's a Friday practice report, we miss. That's why that's, that's all I got. Yeah. Listen, uh, can't beat it. Yeah. I never like last week, when we switched over, it was like seven thirty. I remember telling my wife, I was like, "It's like ten o'clock, right?" She's like, "No, nah, it's seven thirty. I was like, oh. "It's seven thirty. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Number five. What do you got? Yeah, I'm starting off gross, man. I got the gross Jets, the scummy Jets at plus. Seven. Oh, oh, Reeves. I know, you, man. Dude, this is the the. I have no, I I have no footballing logic to go against this. 
other than that, it doesn't fit the vibes. Like, I think this will be either the Bills win in emphatic fashion or McDermott gets fired on Monday. It's it's one of the two. Those are the only two possible outcomes. I mean, they're they're 0-6 against the spread uh, their past six games. The Jets have covered and straight up won two of these past three meetings. They've straight up yep. covered all three. They've straight up won two of them. I'm sorry. They've just have structurally been a defense that has given Josh Allen, uh, well, Ken Dorsey too, for maybe Joe Brady is the, the one that's going to lock this. But like, I just think it's a Bills win and the Jets somehow hang around and cover seven, man. That's really it. That's that's really it. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that that is probably right. The Jets have, they're a horrible matchup for the Bills specifically because they have a guy to throw at Diggs. Like they have a guy that makes Diggs' life so hard. They've done a good job with him. And without Stephon Diggs, uh, the Bills have very little in the passing game. You know, just like, like I, I don't remember who, I've said this on every show and I don't remember who originally said it, some Bills fan who's mad on Twitter, I'm sure. But the the last day one or day two pick, so the last wide receiver the Bills selected who was not uh, a day three pick, Zay Jones, the Jacksonville Jaguars zone, Zay Jones. I think he's been on three teams since the Bills had him. Pretty sure the Bills waved him. But uh, that's yeah, that's the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, the Jaguars. Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, they did, that's they, where they did we're kind at. of what the Chiefs did, right? Like the Chiefs. Get, like luck boxed into Tyreek they obviously had Kelsey and then they were just like we're gonna rest on our laurels like we just, we're just gonna add defense and try to get the defense right and they didn't like they went through that period where they just like didn't add any offensive players Tyreek leaves and you're like oh what do we have behind Kelsey and you're like uh we got nothing and that's like kind of what the deal the Bills did after they traded for Stephon Diggs <laughs> like they just like really didn't add much and what's weird is like the pieces that they did add were like pieces that kind of don't really matter. Like I, I guess like Kincaid does like if you hit like the right move tight end, but like their never ending search for like getting a receiving back like never made any damn sense. Uh, and they just like never really. And they hate they hate they spent a second round pick on Cook and they don't even like him. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. Uh, the Bills have done a good job of like moving digs around in this matchup, like getting them in the slot and getting them away from like Sauce because Sauce doesn't travel. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't really think that they run the football well. They just structurally don't line up well uh, in this matchup. And the, and and the Bills' defense has low key been the biggest problem, right? Like, I mean, obviously someone was going to be a scapegoat, and they had already fired Leslie Frazier last year. Yeah. So uh, the next guy up was Dorsey. But the defense is thirtieth over since Week Five in defensive EPA per play. Like they they just they they aren't a good defense right now because they've had so many injuries. Yeah, and not that that matters for Zach Wilson, but. It's well, it might it matters for Brees, I guess, is the one that it that Zach exactly. Wilson for. has thrown for 240 or more yards in three straight games. It's the first time in his career he's even thrown for more than 200 yards in three straight games. Well, they're they're throwing the ball to Garrett Wilson on 50 percent of their plays. So ball dubs. Yeah, yeah Garrett Wilson has been okay. I like saw I saw uh, our friend Ian Harditz tweet this earlier. He's still wilson is on pace for 104 catches and like 1200 yards you know still yeah. which is like it's insane no he uh, just right. gets like eight for 90 every game like it's like yeah yeah that. there's no there's no ceiling right there there's because he just there's no downfield stuff like no accurate downfield throws all right my number five you think yours is gross mine's even grosser buddy i am taking the fighting washington commanders minus eight and a half points at home to the New York 
football giants. And you know what? I don't even actually think it's that gross. This version of the giants, I think is the least competitive football team. Can you remember a team that you felt less capable of scoring points when the opposing team was trying Maybe the, well, the tune, the tune, the Clayton tune week for the Cardinals was, uh, was horrible. But the, it's like the Giants are the one week of the Clayton Toon Cardinals, but there's no Kyler Murray at the end of that tunnel. It's just, it's just, we got seven more weeks. I mean, I, they, they, you know, Carson Wentz is a, a Ram. I guess they could call Flacco. The Giants could call Flacco if, if they really, I just, I don't know, man. It's so depressing. It's so depressing. What do you even do? I just don't even know what you do. If you were a Giants coach, like it's not really anyone's fault that Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor both got hurt. Like this is kind of like the, oh, the emergency third quarterback thing that we did with the 49ers last year, you know, when they were down to Josh Johnson or or not even Josh. Was it Josh Johnson? Yeah, it was Josh Johnson Bowl? and then he got hurt. And he got hurt and Purdy had to come back in with the torn you just hand off every play. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's not their fault, but the commies are they'll throw 23 times in the first half. They'll get to 14 points and then the giants won't score. And the Brian Robinson's going to run for 120 yards and two touchdowns in the second half. It's just, I, I don't actually really, I guess Howell could turn the ball over twice and that is how the giants could cover. Uh, but that's it. That's really all I got. Yeah. I mean, this, 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 this giants it's, it's down real bad, man. Uh, I mean, you're it's you're laying points with the commanders. It's like the only kind of like the only way you could even come up with something, right? It's just like, hey, man, I'm laying more than a touchdown to the commanders like, with the commanders, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> but this, I mean, this this Giants team is that bad. They are, they are. It's really, it actually should not be overstated how how bad they are. However bad you think they are, they're they're actually probably worse than. It's that. a right. where they didn't like have like the NFL doesn't have like cool outs or like where they could like uh, have traded Saquon or done something, you know. Like it's the it's a bummer that stuff doesn't happen. The the commissioner should step in. Like you know how David Stern stepped in the way of the Chris Paul trade. He's like actually this isn't <laughs> happening. Like like Goodell should come down from his office and be like, "You know what, Rams, you don't actually need Carson Wentz. Like let's just go see what Carson Wentz does in uh in in New York for for a month of the season or whatever." Uh, all right, that was my number five. What is your number four? Yeah, we're staying ugly. I'm going with the Rams uh, just for the similar reason for the Jets logic. Like, McVay has just kind of owned Pete Carroll, man. Like, and it's it's been constant. Even with, like, this version of the Rams, like, the past couple of years. I mean, they, they've covered in six straight uh, against the Seahawks. Uh, week one, they just went to Seattle and, and dominated that game. I mean, the Seattle Seahawks are in 12 plays in the second half of that game. Like, it was McVay, so bad has something cooked up for this scheme. Like, and remember last year and they didn't win either game, but they covered both uh, with, they had started John Walford and Baker Mayfield, like in those games. And like, I don't know something about this matchup. And then you look at like the Seahawks last week, like it took like Geno Smith, like getting like this, uh, like a crazy, like luck box run of like yards after the catch to kind of get there for us last week. And like a matchup, he should have been getting there the entire time. Uh, against that commander's defense so i don't feel like great about the seahawks offense where it's at right now like even like being able to exploit like the rams defense has waned from like the start of the season and kind of been more or less what we thought they would be with all their young players but like the seahawks offense just something's wrong with them right now and uh, i do think mcveigh is gonna be able to generate enough points here you know at home they just can't they cannot score in the second half of games for whatever reason like the entire offense just shuts down in the second half of game so this one uh, this one wasn't on my list because I really I just am such a Seahawks 
bag holder. I, I have like a Seahawk on every fantasy team. I just can't confront the reality that Geno Smith like might be a pumpkin. It's not, it's not that, it's not, it's that, not that he's a pumpkin. Me. He's just very average. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um. All right. My number four is the Miami Dolphins minus 12 and a half points. Yes. Miami Dolphins against the Las Vegas Raiders. So the Dolphins, probably not the team you want against the Chiefs or the Bills or the Eagles or whatever, but against these crappy teams, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know exactly what they're trying to do. And it's like, they also, they have this weird thing where their running backs and, and the way their run game is structured is so explosive that even when they want to be conservative and, and run the ball, they're still like, if, if Devin A chain is in here in the fourth quarter, like what, what dude's not going to score a touchdown. And yeah, Tua is just going to dice this defense up. It's going to be he's going to have 320 passing yards by by the end of the third quarter. It's going to be it's going to be over and the Raiders can't really score. Their whole plan on offense is just to hand the ball to Josh Jacobs, but I mean they might be down. They might be down 14-0 by the end of the first quarter. So I I don't know how like Jacobs is like DFS chalk. I am not that into it. No Feel, way. Like yeah. Now the yeah. Raiders if the Raiders cover then he'll get there, but Well, sure, but like when is like you like I was talking about this on a podcast last night. Like when has ever like the chalk steered towards like a road dog of 12 points, like 12 points plus, like, like, I, yeah. this just seem, it seems crazy to me that, and I still think when we get to Sunday, he won't end up being chalk. Like obviously if Singletary is starting and a chain is like about back and like all these things can like manipulate it, but like the initial optimizers are, are wrong on this for sure. Yes. Yeah. They, they definitely are um but that, that one that, felt that one felt pretty easy yeah that one's my next one i mean the, the dolphins are five and oh against the spread as a favorite four and oh against the spread at home they've already been a home favorite of 12 plus points twice and covered both games easily against the giants and, and the panthers uh this is a spot and the broncos have, yeah and, but they were i think they were what were they in that game they that actually i think they were only they were i think they were a touchdown they were minus six i yeah. was looking at it they were minus six that game uh, but they were also minus nine against the Patriots at home covered that one as well. So like they are covering these big numbers at home and the like Antonio Pierce, like it's fun, but like we've seen this Antonio Pierce story like a thousand times over our like lives in the NFL. Oh yes. We're like the defensive guy, like is motivating, like takes over for like a dude. Everyone had tuned out already. He's like in your face, wants to run the football. Like they beat the giants and the jets. Like congratulations like do we know these things are always short-lived in the nfl and no one loves their interim head coach like the raiders do so i mean this is, should be a spot where the dolphins just run into no resistance out of the bye like against this defense they should be able to score almost every drive yes yeah i mean like that I, that's that's the entire thing o'connell ain't scoring like 30 points no, it'd be nice if he got 30 points to Devontae Adams, though. Like, if Devontae Adams had 22 receptions in this game, um, Antonio Pierce, if you're listening, just like uh, Devontae Adams. Get, I, I have a lot of fantasy teams that are kind of on the borderline that, like, I just traded for Devontae Adams in a couple leagues. Like, if we could just get uh, 10 for 111 and a touchdown for Adams, um, sign me up. Sign me up for that. So, that was my that was my number four. So, we on – shit, we're already on – Okay, that was your three. All right, uh, I got I got another I got uh, another kind of gross one here, but I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings plus two and a half points against the Denver Broncos as my number three. The first is this is just vibes based analysis. I have never 
I have never seen a team like the Minnesota Vikings with this level of vibes. There's a, a clip that went viral yesterday that uh, it, it showed uh, Harrison Smith purposely avoiding getting an interception so that his teammate could get the interception and, and you know, add it to his stat sheet. I am, I'm like fully buying in on this pastronaut stuff. The Broncos success the last couple games also feels so yes. fraught. It feels so goddamn fake. Like you, I mean, the, the stuff with the chiefs is like, okay, Sky Moore gets held on this touchdown and doesn't score it. If he scores that, Mahomes then the flu. Yes. Mahomes has the flu. You have, you have Stefan Diggs like getting into fights on the sideline. We got Old James Cook. I mean, James Cook, literally his first career fumble, then he gets benched for two quarters for Latavius Murray. Like you just every little football is such a game of like, if you know, it's such a um, butterfly effect game where if one thing goes differently, our brains make much different sense out of the narratives. All this to say, I don't believe that uh, what's his name? Vance Joseph has completely recreated this Broncos defense. I also don't really believe in the Sean Payton has turned Russell Wilson into a robot. And that's a good thing. Like it might be a good thing for them to get eight wins a year, but it's not a good thing for them to be like a good team. I guess they're just writing out the rest of that Russ contract until, you know, Peyton can do whatever he wants with, uh, with that team. But I, I'm, I am buying all the stuff going on with the KOC Vikings and Leslie Frazier too, by the way, Leslie Frazier comes in, totally remakes this defense. That is like one of the laughing stocks of the league last year. Um, and they're just, they're like, they're not great, but they're pretty good based on what Leslie Frazier is having them do. And, uh, they're probably getting no, Justin Brian, Jefferson. Brian Flores. Brian, Brian Flores, Leslie Frazier. Yeah, I said Leslie Frazier earlier. Maybe you think he was actually the coach for the Vikings a little bit. That's right. I, well, I actually probably just think they're the same guy. I probably just think <laughs> Leslie Frazier. I mean, come on. You, you, I just dropped Vance Joseph. You're, people are expecting me to remember defensive coordinator names here on the show. It's just there's a great graphic going around right now about Brian Flores showing just how much the Vikings blitz versus every other team in the NFL. It's like they're, They mm-hmm. look like a like someone made a mistake on the spreadsheet, basically based on, on how much they are blitzing, which I don't expect Russell Wilson uh, to stand up to this weekend, but that's not really, this is mostly a vibes based bet. And uh, the vibes are, I, w- I would say 10 out of 10 for the Minnesota Vikings right now. Yeah. Yeah. Wilson's 28th uh, in, in rating against the blitz. Uh, they play a lot of zone behind it. So it's like, a, it's like kind of still like, it's like mixed with like what Flores does, but like still part of the current medics. They play the most cover two in the NFL too. It's just like when most teams now blitz in the current NFL meta, like it's when you actually get the snaps, they play man coverage. Uh, whereas like the Vikings are actually just blitzing all the time, but playing coverage shells like behind it. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is Broncos team, man. Like it's, they're getting away with a lot of stuff. I mean, Russ is, and maybe this is just how regression works. Sometimes the NFL compared to other sports, because like sometimes like regression hit hits and it just doesn't make any damn sense. Right. Like Russ had his lowest touchdown rate of his career last year. And like, now he's just like, he can't stop throwing touchdowns. Like, you know, uh, he's what seven passing touchdowns over expectation. Now he's thrown for more than 200 yards at a game since week four. Uh, <laughs> It's just it's crazy stuff, man, the way they're winning these games. And I'm with you, though, on, uh, like, their run defense is bad. They're, they're kind of bend but don't break. Like, they're still giving up a lot of yards. And so, like, I just think it's getting kind of fluky, uh, some of the scoring stuff that their defense has done. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. I don't have what? that one on there, but I don't mind it either because I want to root for Josh Dobbs. They're getting Justin Jefferson back. Like that. That's also the big thing is getting getting Jefferson back. I think is uh, like we haven't seen Dobbs play with Jefferson yet. I think that I think that's huge. All right. What is your number two? My two is again the Aaron Paul meme. Uh, I can't believe this guy keeps getting away with it, but uh, it's gonna be the Steelers, man. Uh, oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. I give, never thought I would see the day that you would capitulate to big picket. I know. Well, I bet, I bet him last week. I, mean, I had him on my list last week, too, and they held on against the You know Rams. what? I have I have like a, a real vomit special here for, for my number two. But uh, I mean, look, I, I don't I going against Dorian Thompson Robinson. I think that seems yeah. fun. Yeah, I mean, they they've covered seven of the last eight games against the Browns. Uh, they they've covered five straight as a road underdog as a team. So, I mean, Dorian Thompson Robinson was just so bad in that opening start. And like Pickett is not good, but like he's like a super game manager too. Like he isn't really he's like not boning them, and that's all like the Steelers care about. Yeah, um, he's well, he's not boning them in the sense of like getting turnovers. Like he's boning them in the, like in the sense of not being good. But Dorian Thompson Robinson was just so bad under pressure against that in that first start. And like, we know he's going to get pressured here against the Steelers defense in that first start. And I grant he's a low bar. He's going to be better probably with more preparation, but this Browns team is a lot better. They're down two tackles now, two offensive tackles. Like it's just, they're more banged up than they were when he started in that first game. He had three interceptions under pressure. He took four sacks under pressure in that first game against the Ravens. Like, it's just hard for me. Like they, the Browns are just down real bad. Like it's, it's crazy. They went all in kind of on this season in terms of like cap space and where they allocated money and like just everyone's gotten hurt. Everyone's hurt. Chubb's hurt. Jedrick Willis is hurt. Sean Watson. Conklin I mean, Watson's, Conklin out. Hurt. Watson's out. Yeah. I actually was just talking to Eric Eager about this, about like, what do you do if you are, uh, you know, what do you do if you are the, the Browns, which, and he made this point to me. I mean, this is not related to betting on the spread on this game, but it's like actually the point where you're really screwed is when you you keep kicking the can down the road, but the guy actually stops being able to play. Like if you kick the can down the road on guaranteed money, it's fine as long as the guy can be on your roster and can contribute. But it's like when you get into a spot where the guy stinks and mm -hmm. you either have to just play a guy who absolutely stinks or have him on the 53 or because you can't, you can't cut a guy that you are owed the last four years of money too. Cause you kept kicking the can down the road, which I don't feels like inevitably where we're going with Deshaun Watson. I mean, I don't have any explanation for how this dude got that bad. Cause the last time we saw him with the Texans, he was still really good. I, don't he, know. I mean, he actually the second half of last week was the best he had looked on. Oh, like, with the I, I, I had the Ravens in a Me big too. survivor pool. Well, I didn't I have just, him a survivor, but I bet I had him. I, we picked them on the It show, was our yeah. number one. Yeah. And they I were just, cruising. Absolutely cruising. Like, yep. That Lamar interception was so not his fault. The pick six, like I, I'm all down. It to... evened out though because the Browns, uh, the first play of the game, Kyle Hamilton scored on a tip touchdown. Yeah, I well, so you know what? That's a good out. point. That's a good point. It just yeah. evened out. Um, yeah, Ravens defense was a letdown though in the second half. I mean, you can't let Deshaun Watson at the state like you just hinted at come go 14 to 14 passing, like right. Uh, all right. You're back on the train though. Bet the Ravens tonight. Yeah, we're definitely going to have the same number one. I already know, but uh, you want to, so my number two is, is it is, it's real stinky. You want to, you want to guess on what it is? I, I had a couple stinky ones. Let me think. You got a real stinky one. I, I don't know, man. Are you betting the bears? Mm, well, I did see. Uh, so if you just, this is kind of 
he neither here nor there. But if you were in a pick'em contest, depending on what the contest software is on, I would check because my pick'em contest has the Bears at plus ten instead of the current plus seven and a half. Mm-hmm. So uh, just take a note on that. But no, it is the Tennessee Titans plus okay. seven against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm actually, I am flummoxed by this line. I thought this would be your classic. No one believes in the Jaguars, but they're the home team and the Titans stink. So minus three and a half, right? Seven to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is this the same Jaguars team that has been playing the entire season? Like, I I mean, Lawrence has not topped. This is a, I think this is a good barometer for his season. He hasn't topped 20 fantasy points this year. Like they are, uh, and you actually made this great point in our group chat the other day. The Travis Etienne is not having this incredible rushing efficiency season. He just is scoring tuds, and he's got a couple long uh, receiving touchdowns as well, which are not going to filter through in those metrics. But, like, the Jaguars are kind of a mess, dude. I mean, they were supposed to win this division at a canter. They definitely are not going to do that. I mean, the the freaking Texans might win this division. The Texans rate. are live to win the division for sure. Yeah, so the, uh, the Jaguars... They already won in Jacksonville. Yeah, so the Jaguars' schedule... You'd think like, oh, it's it's the Jaguars. Like, they got to play no one. No, dude. They play uh, – so they got this game, which I think they probably will win, but the Titans – I'm a little bit of a Levis believer, and I have always been, uh, after the first season, a Vrabel guy. Not in the sense that I think Vrabel is the guy to win you a Super Bowl because I wouldn't necessarily go there. But he's definitely a dude who is going to coach up a mediocre roster into overperforming the sum of their 53 parts. I mean, that's literally what the dude was put on the earth to do. And I, I like Levis, too. I, I know I know he played very poorly last week, but I do I do like Will Levis. I, I think he's got real ceiling game-to-game, drive-to-drive, throw-to-throw. But really, this is about shorting the Jaguars. So this is the Jaguars' upcoming schedule. Road to the Texans. But they're gonna be dogs in that game. They're gonna be they're gonna be dogs in that game. They really will be. Uh, then they are home to the Bengals, road Browns, home to the Ravens, and they got a, a easy game against the Buccaneers, easy game against the Panthers, and then road to the Titans in Week 18. I mean, they might not get out of this unscathed. They might not make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean AFC AFC is gonna be rough. Uh, we just talked about the Steelers. Like the Steelers, I mean, congratulations! You're gonna go ten and seven and lose in the first round. This like this is your dream. It happens every year. Successful season. <laughs> congratulations, because yeah. that, that's happening. Like, but yeah, I mean, AFC is rough. Like, it is. It's very rough. All right. I don't like. I mean, they're underperforming, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. You know. uh it is wild that people don't realize, like, even from, like, a fantasy expected point team, it's like, go look up, like, expected your expected fantasy points, and you'll be shocked, like, how identical the seasons Tony Pollard and Travis Etienne are having, but one has scored touchdowns and one hasn't, and one is thought as, like, the as, like the worst player in the NFL. And they, they might be right. They might <laughs> be right. All right, let's get it out of the way. Your number one minus two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Philadelphia Eagles, your fighting kansas city chiefs i mean come on this was made for us brother made for us to be taking them in this spot on principle i was on a couple weeks ago and they played the dolphins and they were my number one uh on principle if they're if you're getting mahomes as a favorite laying less than a field goal he literally has won at a 70 percent rate i'm just on principle taking it 
it just is what it is. It's just the process I will live by until it starts taking all of my money. So I, I have nothing against the Eagles. I love the Eagles. I actually think the Eagles are probably a better team than the Chiefs. Like I oh, honestly to- do. Yes. One, one through 53. One, it's not even <laughs> close, dude. One through 53. Give me the Eagles all day. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't. They don't just have off of Andy Reid off of a bye. Andy Reid off a of bye. Just on principle, I'm just gonna bet it and see and let it and let things go where they may. This looks like an under too, which is a bummer because it's this game's on Monday night. It looks hot. We'll probably see Taylor Swift. Uh, Dude, we're gonna see Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift's parents, and the Kelsey's parents. It's gonna be if you don't <laughs> like Taylor Swift, do not watch this game on Monday night. It's gonna be the worst time of your life. Uh, what is it? Five straight Chiefs games have gone under the game total. Because we talked, we've talked a few times. Like their defense is good. Defense their is good. Defense is actually good. I mean, they just that game in Germany, like that two weeks ago. Like the Dolphins couldn't do anything. Couldn't do nothing, man. It was I was stunned. I was actually ready for the Chiefs. I thought the Chiefs could lose that game. You know, Tyreek all amped up. Um, I wonder if you play that game again and Jalen Waddle doesn't literally get hurt on his first reception, if, if, if it's any different, or if Devin A-Chain was active. I, I actually think it could make a difference. Yeah. But, man, the, like, the, it, it's so funny. Obviously, it's you can't build a perfect 53-man roster, but like probably the worst pass-catching group of Mahomes' career with the best defense of his career. Like it, I guess I guess it kind of evens out, but... Yeah, I mean, I again, I also Jalen Hurts. I'm I got the Oklahoma University helmet behind me. I love Jalen Hurts. He is uh, a great teammate, a great player, a great man. He can squat more. He probably squat twice as much as Mahomes can. But yeah, on principle, Andy, just it, not even taking into account Mahomes, Andy Reid off the bye. I mean, this is this is a gambler's best friend. Less than a field goal, just got to do it, man. Just punch the ticket. We see what happens. I also think like you, you might be better off too. Like first half, Chiefs line might be even better because the Chiefs have this thing where they they can't score in the second half now either. Like they're driving me crazy. Um, well, yeah, they score on the opening drive and then they then they do a lot of punting. Townsend, so maybe, Townsend's maybe making the his best money bet this is year. Chiefs is Chiefs first half. And then you just kind of win the first half and you just enjoy the rest of the night and hope for the game's hot at the close, like the Super Bowl was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What a game. What a game that was. It was a great Super Bowl. Uh, all right, DFS this week. What do you What do you got for me, brother? Yeah, it looks like a pretty fun week. I mean, we don't have, like, a lot of, like, game on thoughts outside of that, like, Cardinals-Houston game, which I think a lot of people are going to build around. Just a lot of a- Arizona almost made my list, but I, I haven't made up my mind on this coach yet. Like, I don't know. I don't know about Gannon. I, I, I just, like, I don't know what to do with it. Houston's yet. been really good at home, too, yeah. so far. So, like, it's it's tough. Uh, Kyler looked good, though. Kyler passed the eye test. That's what we needed. We were, I was talking to show like, we – you know, if he hits that touchdown to Hollywood Brown, like the different the narrative around Hollywood Brown, I think is a lot different this week too, uh, than what it is because everyone just sees the four targets. But I mean, he was wide open and it was like the one throw Kyler missed. But yeah, that game people are probably going to build around. I love Austin Eckler this week. Love Austin Eckler. He's had like a really tough schedule since he came back. He gets like a team that just got steamrolled by the mighty pittsburgh running game for 200 rushing yards and plus if keenan allen is like banged up or injured like we saw the same story last year when their receiving core is all hurt like like eckler just gets a ton of targets yeah so I, I love eckler a lot uh this week in dfs man qj 
Can I interest you? Can I interest you in some QJ? I mean, some we're gonna have to see what opens up at wide receiver. It's like him and Guyton and Rondell Moore, Rondell and Wilson, like those guys down there, and like sub four K stuff. Uh, although QJ I think is what forty two, which is as as close as you get. But you're gonna see people like try to get the Guyton for sure. Um, man, it's crazy. It's we don't have that kind of value yet. We're gonna have it at running back because everyone's gonna play Devin Singletary again. I think. Yeah, I I'm gonna I'm gonna play QJ. I'm gonna play QJ. But I'm also it's, it's a matic it's a matic move. Yeah, it is. Well, the, a more ma- I'm I'm my flag plant this week is a chain. It's like the only time to get a chain at non inefficient ownership is when you don't know how many times he's gonna get the ball. So uh, to me, I, it doesn't matter. I because I'm always I because everyone got on me because I was asked last night. One of my like rules for fantasy football is like to be cautious on guys coming off an injury. Sure, but like I I tried to explain like. It's not me just like even like half stepping on that for a chain. It's like the whole premise of playing a chain anyways, is that like, you don't care about the, cause he wasn't getting a lot of touches to begin with. Yes. Like you're not playing, you're touch. not playing him to get Jonathan Taylor's workload. Yes. And that's why I don't care. And that's why I kept talking about like him being priced near where Josh Jacobs was and where Brees Hall is. And that's, why that's I, the, that's the big one. People have been asking me this week. Like they have teams with Brees and a chain. I have teams with Brees and a chain. And I'm starting a chain over yeah, Brees in those too. spots. Yeah. But he's right in that price zone where and then the people will talk themselves into probably Pollard again on DraftKings. I, I don't think Pollard is necessarily a good play on DraftKings. FanDuel, I think he's hard not to play, but DraftKings, like you've got choices there. Well, you isn't that the isn't that the thing on FanDuel? You always have choices, like because everyone's grouped so closely. Well, he's only six nine on FanDuel. Yeah. Yeah, we found Where, that out yesterday on the Swolecast. I was I was shocked. But on DraftKings, you've got Mostert at 6-9, Pollard at 6-6, six, six, A-Chain at 6-6, six, six, Brees Hall at 6-4, then you got Jacobs at 6-8, who, like, optimizers are spitting her out now, but whatever. Uh, you got Kenneth Walker at 6-7. Like, all those guys. And then people all, somehow every week are keep talking themselves into Aaron Jones at 6-2. Oh, he, people, I think he might be, people might play him in cash this week. He's definitely a guy people have gone, like, keep going back to the well on every week. Easily, easily true. I, I don't think, I, I probably won't go there. It feels like there are too many good plays. Yeah, uh, and, you know, his workload for even being, like, okay, like, it's it's like what it is. It's very okay. He's only getting, like, 60% of the touches. Like, there's just better stuff out there. And, and even if you take a guy with lesser workload like a chain it's just you're getting more upside per touch anyways yeah uh all right man that's it man we'll see what clears out these last because we're recording this earlier than we do so like we'll clear we'll see what happens on the injury report this next day and a half yeah everyone's gonna play everyone's gonna play robert woods because noah brown is uh is not in chalk chalk Uh, robert woods because stroud can make anybody good yeah uh all right man what uh what can the people look out for on sharp football this week we got promos analysis over there yeah we're doing for everyone that did like free trial week and and, you know didn't want to sign up for like the you know the big warren package we're doing a thing that's take 60 so you can do 60 percent off uh rest of the season subscription so if you do that you can get rest of the season like worksheets and all my dfs plays for 45 bucks and i can promise i'll get you that 45 bucks back (laughs) <laughs> through there player props go. through player props and dfs i'll get you that 45 bucks back all right there we go you heard the man let's get out of here everyone go check out sharp football and uh shit i will be back on sunday well i'm i'm traveling this weekend so maybe sunday night maybe monday morning with sammy and nate i will see y'all then later
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.